Hello everyone, this is Fahim Jackson, and this is episode 96 of my podcast show, In The Know. This podcast is aimed at trying to guide people through the world with a variety of topics. I am also using this platform to ask questions and try my best to answer these questions with my viewpoints of the world around me. The following introduction speech is for the topic of today, and that introduction speech is regarding what is the devil and who created him? Ever since childhood, I would always hear people in church and family converse about the devil. Anytime someone was taking part in bad behavior to some degree, you would hear adults say how Satan is busy. But who is the devil? Is he someone that we can see and hear? Well, no one can actually see a real person named Satan. Yet he always takes the blame for people in their negative behavior. Which is odd because you can't break the law. And state that Satan made you do it. Because then you're considered crazy. Then again, we're in a fundamentalist nation. And if Satan can make you do bad things, shouldn't he be the one to blame? We have free will from God. But who created the devil? Who God? He created everything else on earth. And if God did, then why create a tempting creature just to allow him to bring all of us down? In this episode, hopefully some of these questions can be answered. Who is the devil? The devil can only be described as the personification of pure evil. This demonic and wicked being is someone who is cruel and mischievous. So we must distinguish the difference between the devil and Satan. Because Satan is the devil, the prince of all evil. He is also called Lucifer. God's adversary who tempts his children. The devil in this context can disguise himself by attaching himself to a poor soul on earth and exposing his true nature via humanity. God sees this, which is why he encourages you to watch and pray. Keep him in your hearts and prayers because the devil is cunning, sly, and calculated. He feasts on the weak, feeble-minded, and bottomed out. It often makes you wonder why God would allow such a creature to exist. Because God created everything and the devil is from the underworld. Surely he must have known this underworld creature lurks. Or did he somehow miss the devil? Wait a minute. He sees all the knows all. How did this happen? We will discuss this later on in this episode regarding the devil and God. As for now, let's focus on the devil. I mean... Since this is about the devil, the devil is also a description we can give to someone who is evil. Adolf Hitler, for example, was an evil man we call the devil. Some may even say Satan himself. (coughs) What was before the devil? For any of you that grew up in a Christian household or know anything about the Bible, then you're well aware of the Garden of Eden. And in this garden, they're placed by God, Adam, and Eve. 
They could feast from abundance of plant life and livestock. There was only one suggestion by God. That was to stay away from the tree of good and evil. It is from which a serpent tempted both Adam and Eve to eat from this tree. After consuming an apple, they became aware of their nakedness, to which they covered themselves. God asked them, why were they hiding in clothes with a fig leaf placed to keep themselves from being exposed? Here's where they were both banished from the garden, both receiving punishments by God that impacted future descendants. Adam having to labor for food and Eve forced to bear pain during childbirth. And my reason behind telling that story was to understand life prior to the original sin of man, an abundance of food for man, peace and tranquility. Peace and tranquility disrupted by Adam and Eve, where the devil became the tempter of this earth moving. Understanding Evil <clears throat> Take the D off of, he, off the devil and understand who he truly is. See, in order to understand the devil, you have to know something about people. Because as I said previously, the devil disguises himself by working through people. Then that bad behavior exposes itself known as evil. The sinful and wicked character of a person or people, which is repulsive. And that repulsive behavior is going to make people remove themselves from your surroundings. Well... How does it creep into the body's space? One of the ways to understand how evil creeps in is finding out what people are going through. So many people have these demons. And internally, they're fighting that evil lurks near. One of the demons could be severe depression or even an illness. The person is down on their luck. And in creeps this demonic feeling, this sense of wickedness. But here is something. True evil affects the lives of other people as well. So now your internal problems are being projected onto other people. And that is so creepy about evil and how it works. Most often, others have to be subject to your evil behavior. If you're influential with how you communicate, then your evil will resonate. Because chances are, more people feel like yourself. And as an orator... You can cause a lot of pain upon the masses. This describes fascist dictators to a T. Are we naturally evil? And what does that mean? Here's what that means by are we naturally evil. Have you ever been a baby? Have you ever seen a baby ball up their fist in frustration? And we see it as a cute little thing that they do because they're tight little fists. But at closer observation, we see a natural aggression coming from the baby. This is a response built inside of us over a vast period of time through human evolution. We are given this as a means of protection for our survival, a defense mechanism that has aided us fighting wars and early on in human history, the mammals of the animal kingdom. That harnessed aggression can easily be turned into evil behavior. Now with that in mind, we can somewhat say that people have this natural inclination to be evil. But wait a minute. This is still a religious topic. That means God created man with a natural evil inside of us. This causes conflicts with people who are devout in their belief systems. Then how do you explain humanity on our, in our natural 
aggression. This is when people get stumped because you know we have a natural aggression. But two things. Number one, natural aggression is not evil. And the other is that we have free will which allows us to put aggression in check. It can turn into evil with no present, no one present to put the aggression in check. And that's what we ultimately need. Checks and balances. Why do we need the devil? You know, this area of interest, because we don't exactly need, you know, this area, area of interest to me is because we don't exactly need the devil. The devil exists as a result of the wicked character of someone or people, meaning this behavior brings out the devil in someone. Now the devil is brought about as inspired by the head devil himself, Satan. But this still does not tell us why we need or don't need the devil. I'm a firm believer in needing both the good and the bad. Because too much bad, we can't enjoy life. But too much good, and you lose sight of the realness of life, which is not always good. So I would say there's a need to have a little bit of bad. Yet notice I said bad and not the devil. No one would say we need the devil. An accidental creation. Uh-huh. Now, since God created the heavens and the earth, plants and animals, as well as man, then what about the devil? If God created the world, did he create devil? Well, that answer is God did create Satan. That's right. Satan is one of the angels that was created by God. Yet he convinced the other angels to go against God's rules and live free. Once God picked up on this, it was then when they were all banished from his kingdom. And here's where Satan took on the ultimate detractor to God. When you look at how Satan tempts people with his devilish ways, it makes sense he would be the lower of the angels. Now, this puts God in a bind because he created this angel. So when this angel tempts his children, can you blame us for failing victim to his temptation? Yet the Bible does speak about not being tempted by the devil. Here's the reason why going against the words of God can get you banished from heaven. Because by going against this word, you're aligning yourself with the same thought process as Satan. Escaping the devil. Is there a way to elude the devil? And the answer is yes. You're able to put yourself in a position to remove yourself from the grips of the devil. Now it is all about keeping a clear mind and being conscious. On the other hand, even a person with a clear mind will fall victim to the devil's work. But notice I said we can still elude the devil. The devil is a character trait for the most part inspired by Satan. A satanic person or people are not as common as one might imagine. Now in these troubling times that we are currently in, the devil is working overtime. It's all about how spiritually strong you are as a person if Satan wins or not. Is there any symbolic meanings to all of this? As we observe religion, and a lot of beliefs are words of inspiration. So when you hear about the devil, this wicked persona inspired by Satan, then what is the meaning? Because an actual devil working through people doesn't sound rational to masses. But using the words of biblical texts in regards to the devil can help people lead a more righteous life.
Meaning, the devil once again is a personification of evil and wickedness. This can be viewed as a person in a sunken place who engages in negative behavior as a coping mechanism. And since Satan was banished by God for convincing other angels to go against God's practices, your sunken place could be a result of following this free, frivolous life of Satan. More devotion to something greater might just be the one thing that brings you back to life. Another symbol is Satan convincing other angels to go against God and live a free life. Why is freedom so forbidden? It takes you off your path moving forward, or your purpose, so to speak. Because for whatever reason, people dwindle themselves down to the lowest common denominator when given all free choice. We need structure and rules in order to make ourselves better. You would think that this freedom sometimes makes us better. But operating with the rules attached to free will is different than free for all. What about pop culture? As for the culture of our society, we have used the devil in multiple areas of even our entertainment. There was, for example, a movie with Brandon Fraser and Elizabeth Hurley, where she plays the devil and grants wishes to Brandon Fraser that he from a pact that he made with her early on. But each wish he is granted is met with a problem. Whether it's he's a wealthy landowner, but it's because he's a drug kingpin. He asked Hurley to be a star athlete, but it turns out he has impotent issues as a man. God is the only person who grants wishes that have a good outcome. The devil cannot give you what you want, just tempt you with your decisions. That's the divine comedy of the devil. I'll give you something great, but destroy you in another, which leads me into another area of pop culture with the devil. A classical story called The Divine Comedy, written by a man named Dante, hundreds of years ago. There are also musicians, for instance, who make devil music and people who call themselves Satanists. With this end statement, while we have to understand the devil and his existence, understanding the devil is like understanding the human nature of people. But we also need to understand who the devil is and where the devil came from. Well, the devil is a personification of a wicked person. Satan is the angel in hell that is described as the devil. You know, it's funny I said angel because that is who Satan is, to be honest. He was created by God, but it became problematic when he tempted other angels to go against God. Now, do you genuinely believe this actually took place? Most people don't see these stories as nothing more than to further understand what I stated earlier in the beginning of this end statement, which is understanding human nature. So, thank you for listening to End the Know, and I'll be bringing you another topic regarding religion. This time, the topic will be asking a different question about a creation, and that is, who created God?